cash, calf, and feeder cattle prices took a step lower last week as drought impacts continue to mount. Coming up on your weekly calf news price point presented by Cattle Currents Wes Ishmael. Hello and welcome to your weekly calf news price point for April 20th sponsored by Calf News. I'm Wes Ishmael. Declining feeder cattle futures beneath the weight of increasing feed costs helped pressure cash calf and feeder cattle prices last week. Nationwide, steers and heifers sold one to three dollars a hundredweight lower according to the Agricultural Marketing Service. The exception was steady to two dollars higher in the southeast. Those prices continued lower on Monday. For instance, steady to $5 lower for feeder steers at Joplin Regional Stockyards in Missouri and steady to $4 lower for feeder heifers. Through mid-session, feeder steers and heifers were selling $4 to $8 lower at Oklahoma National Stockyards while calves were trading $2 to $4 lower. Week to week on Monday, feeder cattle futures closed an average of $6.69 lower. The softening in feeder cattle futures prices was not unexpected, explains Andrew P. Griffith, agricultural economist at the University of Tennessee, in his weekly market comments. What was unexpected, he says, was futures moving as high as they did in such a short time period, while corn prices were also escalating. Week to week on Monday, corn futures closed an average of 24.6 cents higher through the front six contracts. Aaron Smith, crop marketing specialist at the University of Tennessee, says in his weekly market comments that drought concerns and tightening supplies continue to fuel the corn futures trajectory. According to Smith, dry conditions combined with late planting are currently influencing Brazil's projected second crop corn production. He explains that second crop in Brazil is normally harvested from July through September and competes with the U.S. for export markets. Further, Smith explains, there are also concerns with drought in the U.S., particularly in the northern and southern plains where the latest U.S. drought monitor estimates 100% of North Dakota as abnormally dry and 75% in extreme drought. In Texas, 91% is abnormally dry and 24% is in extreme drought. Drought conditions also applied pressure to calf and feeder cattle prices in some regions last week. As the AMS reporter on hand for Wednesday's sale at public auction yards in Billings, Montana explained, demand for grass cattle was slightly lower as concerns over drought conditions and higher feed prices weigh on the market. With all of that said, in the latest livestock, dairy, and poultry outlook, USDA's Economic Research Service increased forecast feeder steer prices for the remainder of this year based on recent price strength. Compared to the previous month, projected feeder steer prices, basis Oklahoma City, increased $6 in the second quarter to $140 a hundredweight and $3 in the third and fourth quarters to $143. The annual average feeder steer price was projected $3.50 higher at $140. In the latest Texas and crop weather report, David Anderson, extension livestock economist at Texas A&M University says, Prices are improving, but I think we'll continue to see producers cut into their cow herds based on high feed prices and drought. 
more about liquidation momentarily. As mentioned at the outset, this week's price point comes to you courtesy of CAF News. Since 1964, CAF News has provided in-depth coverage of industry events and issues, along with market insight, management advice, and a celebration of cattle business people. Be sure to check out the latest issue at calfnews.net. It includes everything from a look at fetal programming to a cattle facts market outlook to beef demand strength through the pandemic to enhanced water conservation efforts by those served by the Ogallala Aquifer. Negotiated cash-fed cattle prices were mainly steady to a touch higher last week, but short of what many hoped. Live prices were steady at $120 a hundred weight in the Texas Panhandle and steady to a dollar higher in Kansas at $120 to $121. Live prices ranged from a dollar lower to three dollars higher in Nebraska at $122 to $126 and steady to two dollars higher in Colorado at $122 to $123. They were unevenly steady to a dollar lower in the Western Corn Belt at $122 to $124. Dress prices were a dollar higher in Nebraska at $196 and steady to a dollar lower in the Western Corn Belt at $194 to $196. The recent change in basis is likely part of the reason for less robust price progress as some feedlots have more incentive to trade at the current price and keep cattle moving. Also, while total cattle slaughter was less than expected year-over-year year in the first quarter, it was still the second most on record, according to USDA. ERS analysts say part of that stemmed from more cow slaughter than anticipated. Those analysts expect fed cattle marketings and beef production to increase in the second half of the year, leading to a year-over increase in beef production of about 60 million pounds. Week to week on Monday, live cattle futures closed an average of $2.68 lower. Keep in mind, you can listen to daily market commentary and highlights by subscribing to the free Cattle Current podcast at www.cattlecurrent.com. Wholesale beef prices continued their month-long march higher last week, but at a more moderate pace. Choice box beef cutout value is $4.76 higher week to week on Monday at $276.17 hundredweight. Select was $2.97 higher at $269.13. Except for last spring's pandemic driven spike in wholesale beef prices, Griffith explains last week's choice box beef cutout price was the highest since the supply driven surge in 2014 and 15. According to Griffith, it's clear that consumers have a strong demand preference for beef and the international market has been a champion in supporting beef prices. However, the continued upside potential seems rather small. He adds that strong beef prices are most likely being supported by uncertainty in the cattle markets as it relates to heifer retention and production. Finally today, other news has to do with the long brewing and expanding drought that's already walled parts of Colorado's cow herds as well as those in Arizona and New Mexico. Using the U.S. Drought Monitor as the yardstick, Daryl Peel, Extension Livestock Marketing Specialist at Oklahoma State University says, drought conditions since last fall are the worst since 2013. In his weekly market comments, Peel notes, 
Drought is now forcing cowherd liquidation in Texas and the Dakotas. Peel encourages producers in all drought areas to inventory current forage and hay reserves and carefully evaluate forage production potential, which will provide the basis for a drought action plan that can help guide what and when decisions must be made going forward. And that's your April 20th Calf News Price Point with Wes Ishmael. Thanks for listening. Thank you.